Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to season five of the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm Letitia Reeves, your host, and it is an absolute honor and pleasure as always to be here with you all. So for anyone new who's listening, this podcast is for those of you looking to make a beautiful difference in the world and create your very own beautiful life and or business. I am a holistic business coach. I specialize in business, feminine energy, mindset, and all things cyclical living, which I like to refer to as your menstrual magic. And on this podcast, I share trainings, tips, inspiration, and interviews with you to share this beautiful, holistic, cyclical approach to life and business. So if that sounds like something you're after, stay tuned. This is the start of a new season of the podcast. I am in a new energetic space and we've had a little bit of a hiatus, a longer hiatus than originally planned. So today's episode, I really want to give you an update on what's been happening for me and some of the lessons I've learned. And also for this episode in particular, to talk about the concept of living in the unknown. So I know that you're going to love this topic because we'll also be talking about the first chapter of my journey that you haven't yet heard about. And that is what happened when I went to Bali. So stay tuned and I hope that you're all doing so well. Alrighty, so first things first, let's talk about what's happening on the podcast for season five. There's going to be more interviews. You're going to hear from me most likely twice a week on a Tuesday and a Thursday. It depends on where you're located, though, as to when the episodes will actually be aired in your time. I'm going to be sharing some of the videos I've been sharing over on my YouTube channel, Create a Life That Is Beautiful TV, because I'm listening to you all and you've told me that the podcast is easier for you to download and listen to when you're driving to work or walking to work or doing all the things that we do in life. And I totally get it. I find listening to podcasts so much easier as well, especially for places that don't have Wi-Fi. And sometimes videos can be really annoying to get to uh, watch on the Wi-Fi. So I'm listening and I'm going to air some of the episodes that I have um, aired on my YouTube channel, some of the videos rather. Um, on the on the second day each week. And then otherwise, I'm going to bring you over the next few weeks episodes all about the different phases of my journey that I've currently been living. So I'm, I'm dividing it based on location because they're very different experiences I've had. And I want to share those with you. And also, I want to prepare you all for the end of the new year by sharing some of the realizations and reflections I've had And then also bringing you in on where I'm heading in 2020 and what you can do to both reflect on and prepare for the new year. Now, I know this can be a bit of a time of stress for people, but I actually think that the end of the year, December, offers just a beautiful energetic invitation for all of us to celebrate everything that we've received throughout the year, everywhere we've been, all of the lessons, the experiences we had. 
And we only are able to celebrate these things and to really receive the abundance from all of the amazing opportunities and experiences we've had, even if they've been challenging, which is exactly what I have been experiencing this year too. 2019 has been super challenging, but the only way these experiences pay off, the only way we get a return on investment, the only way we see these as abundance, the only way we attract more abundance, and the only way that we can prepare for a new chapter in our journeys that is rich and abundant and beautiful is through appreciating all that we have received, the negative experiences and the positive experiences, because it's only ever our minds that judge whether something is positive or negative. Every single experience that we have, we've had, it's been intended by our soul to help us grow and evolve as individuals and for all of you beautiful business owners out there as leaders of our communities and our beautiful businesses. So I'm going to share with you all today the first piece of this puzzle, which is all about my chapter in Bali and about living in the unknown and how important this is when we're creating space to receive new opportunities into our life. And also like, how do we even live in the unknown? Because our mind goes wild while we're in this space. So I want to share with you what it has been like for me as I've moved from my life from London and booked my trip at the last minute to go to Bali and then spent a month in Bali and then ended up in Sydney where I've been living for about two months and then ended up where I am right now recording this episode to you all in Cambodia where I will be for a couple of months at least and I have no idea where I'm going to be living after that but it's going to be somewhere in the world and so I want to teach you what I've learned about navigating living in the unknown and also how important this is for creating and opening up to new opportunities and abundance in our life. So I know that's going to be such a hot topic for all of you. So let's just dive straight into it. So as you might remember from season four, and if you weren't listening to season four, let me give you a quick update. I had been living in London for four years. It's where I found my purpose. It's where I aligned with my authentic self. It's where I shifted from uh, working in the corporate space in the legal world to my work as a coach. Uh, It was a very important part of my self-discovery journey. It's where I learned to love myself. It's where I learned to embrace my feminine energy. It's where I really found my inner power. And so this has been fundamental to the work that I do today, which has evolved over the years into my work as both a life coach, but also a holistic business coach. So I support other coaches, healers, creatives, women in business, spelt with an X, which is an inclusive spelling of the term women. Um, I support women in business to create beautiful lives and businesses by taking this holistic approach at our business and our lives as a whole and a cyclical approach. So I work with the different seasons of our creative cycle that we can use through using and working with our menstrual cycle. And if you're not menstruating, then you can use the moon cycle, or you can simply by understanding the different seasons of your creativity, you can just understand what season you're in and work with your energy rather than against it. 
So this is my approach to business. It's a very feminine approach, but I also draw on the masculine as well, because that is super important no matter what we're creating. So this is my life and I had gotten a beautiful or created rather a beautiful structure for myself, home for myself, space for myself in London over the past four years. And I really, really loved where I was living. I loved my life. I had built a community. I was really showing up in the world as my authentic self. And then in about, well, about January of 2019, I felt called to move into another chapter. And I didn't know what that was, but I knew that it involved me first going back home to my hometown in Sydney, Australia. And it felt exciting, which is why I went with it, but it also brought up a lot of fear as well. And this is because my life in Sydney before I moved to London, where I left it was one where I felt really unhappy. I didn't know who I was. I had no purpose in my life. I didn't feel like I had any meaning. I wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't connected to my creativity. I wasn't connected to my body. I felt like my life was imploding and that was what led me to move environments and move to the other side of the world to really shake things up and find myself, which I did quite quickly. So going back to Sydney to my mind felt like the last thing in the world that I wanted to do, but to my body and to my heart and my soul, it felt like the right place for me to be. So in August, we packed up all of our things in London and prepared for our journey back to Australia. However, we decided we would take a month off so that we could just chill out, relax, create space before heading back to Australia. And we didn't know where on earth we wanted to go. So we left booking our trip until just a couple of weeks before this month journey was coming up. Meanwhile, some uh, our plans changed with Lou, my partner, and he ended up needing to go back a couple of weeks before. So this meant I would be on our trip for two weeks with Lou and two weeks by myself. And part of me was scared about that as well because it wasn't what I planned and my mind had gotten fixated on the planned. But what this did was open up a beautiful space for me to occupy and a new journey. And I guess it also allowed me to co-create with this obstacle to create something new and even better for myself. So we weren't inspired about where to go. We were thinking about Portugal and we were like, oh, but I just, I don't know. It doesn't feel like the one. So instead of coming from a place of fear and scarcity and lack and simply booking something in at the last booking something in just to have it secured we decided to wait so my mind the entire time was going book something book something just decide just do it book it in you're going to miss out there's going to be nothing left why can't you just be happy with portugal why can't you just make a decision all of these things but my heart knew because i wasn't excited about going to portugal and when i go to portugal again i want to be excited you know i want to but be really, really excited to embark on that adventure. Something within me kept saying, what about Bali? But I didn't think that Lou really would want to go. And I thought maybe this is just my weird obsession with Bali. I don't know. So I just sort of left it and waited until the inspiration came, which meant that I had to sit 
in the place of living in the unknown. Knowing I had a month to do something, I'm a bit type A, so I'd love to control like a lot of us do, and is that is the function of the mind. And, um, and then I, meanwhile, was wrapping up my life to go into something that was completely unknown. And everyone's asking me, why, where are you moving and what are you moving for? And I'm saying, I don't know. All I know is I have a month to be somewhere in the world um, by myself. And then I'm going to be in Sydney for a period of time that I don't know um, even how long that period of time is going to be. So I had to trust, and this is the biggest thing that I want to share with you today, is that when we live in the unknown, before we have the inspiration and receive the inspiration that will come through, we have to allow ourselves to live in this place of unknown. Living in the unknown is that part of the creative process where we create space to receive. So we have to sit in this awkwardness where we're not filling up the space with anything trusting and accepting how we're feeling, accepting this conflict within us, this deep knowing that it's the right place to be while the mind is yapping and telling us we need to do something differently. And then the other part of this living in the unknown is then remaining open to the possibilities while you're in this place of where you're creating space and trusting and accepting that you don't know what the next step is. We also have to allow ourselves to open to the possibilities. Otherwise we miss or might miss the opportunity that is for us. So all of this is about feminine energy and our feminine traits that we all have access to, which are 50% of our creative energy, are areas where many of us have problems embodying. And so this has been part of my own personal work, reconnecting with my feminine energy. And of course, the work that I share with all of you here on the podcast and in the rest of my beautiful community. And the reason that feminine energy and understanding our feminine creative energy is so difficult and important for all of us to be reflecting more on and embodying and sinking our teeth into in a really deep way is because feminine energy goes against everything that the mind is telling you is safe. So within us, we have this conflict going on whenever we want to create that space to open up to abundance, to open up to the possibilities, to wait for the inspiration, to allow ourselves to sit and wait in that space where we have to trust, where we have to accept the moment where we have to surrender to what is, whenever we are occupying that space, which is so important to receiving the inspiration, to receiving the creativity, to receiving the next step, to receiving the next opportunity, to receiving the money, the abundance, the clients, to receiving the guidance, receiving anything and everything in our life, in order to occupy that space, it goes against everything that our masculine energy, which is the mind within us, the universal mind within us, our brains, it goes against everything our mind is telling us is safe. And that is the function of our masculine energy and our mind. It's here to keep us safe. It's here to keep us alive. However, 
We are the part of ourselves that gets to witness the voice of the mind and the voice of our heart, our soul, which is our inner voice, our feminine energy. So we as the part that has that awareness of these two voices, of these two at times competing voices within us gets to decide is the fear response that's being signaled to my sitting in this unknown, to not having a plan, to being open to the possibilities, to trusting and surrendering to something that I don't know how it's all going to unfold, is sitting in that discomfort because of the fear response that's coming from the mind, is that something I'm willing to do? We are the part of ourselves that gets to witness the two voices and gets to decide what we act upon. Now, as we've talked about in so many ways throughout the podcast over the years, this, the mind responds in this way and doesn't differentiate. It doesn't distinguish. It doesn't assess. It doesn't make the assessments before it signals the fear response. All it sees is something that's unknown, that's not familiar to you, something that exposes you to a potential risk, and it responds as if you were literally going to die. So we feel this feeling of discomfort. We feel scared. We feel worried. We feel anxious. And we're also primed to avoid these feelings, to We want to be in a place where we feel safe, where we feel comfortable. And yet at the same time, what we really want, what our being, our soul, our essence, our feminine wants is our growth, our expansion. And so that is always requiring us to be in this new level, this new state of being, this new, 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 new. And that is scary to our beautiful minds. So what this topic is all about today is how we sit in the unknown, allowing ourselves to be open to receiving abundance, to receiving the new opportunities, to receiving the next level in our business, in our life, while still recognizing and experiencing and and really feeling this discomfort that's coming from the mind during this process. I just want to really emphasize that this It feels so real when you're in this. Like for me, moving from a place that I love and still love and miss and I and I loved at that time to something that was completely unknown to all I knew was that I was going to go somewhere for a month and have a holiday and then I was going to be in Sydney for a short while and then I don't know. For me to give up something that's been so positive for me, so wonderful for me, because I felt the knowing, the deep knowing and inspiration to do it, that seems exciting probably to a lot of you listening. You might feel like, oh, I wish I could have that life. I wish I could just move wherever I wanted and not have this plan and have this complete freedom. But I want you to know, and you've, you're all experiencing this in some way or another, when you're in that place where there isn't the structure, where there's so much unknown, where you don't have that inspiration yet, Everything within you is telling you to fill the space immediately. And it feels so real because you feel like there's something real to be afraid of. 
So we have to learn how to sit in this space and experience and be okay with the discomfort so that we can remain open to receiving the inspiration when it's ready to come. And part of this involves this waiting phase, which I was in. So ultimately, as I waited, as I sat in the discomfort, as I kept sharing with people what I was doing and and that I really didn't have a plan, I my increasingly I became more and more uncomfortable with my situation. However, I kept reminding myself that the inspiration would come to wait to keep waiting, to allow myself also to express myself. Like I sent so many voice messages to my friends and I was like, honestly, I'm freaking out. I don't know why I'm moving. (laughs) I feel really scared. I don't know. Like, I really just have no idea on what this next chapter is. And that's making me really uncomfortable. I simply spoke about my feelings. I got people there to listen to my feelings. And of course, as the listener, we feel like we need to offer advice, but actually what we just need is someone to hear us, someone to witness our expression of this discomfort. It doesn't mean we need to act or make decisions from that place of discomfort. And actually, I would prefer you all not to, because that's when we miss all of the magic that is just about to come through. So here I am waiting, waiting, waiting. And if you think about it, the waiting period for me went from January to the end of July. And then finally, just like that, the inspiration came through. And my suspicion, that little thought that I had just brushed away earlier in the year, that how cool would it be if we went to Bali together and I showed Lou Bali because he's never been before, came back. And it came back without me being aware of it. I was in a conversation with Lou. We were going to dinner at this beautiful Turkish place up the road in Islington in London. And I said, hey, look, we both don't seem very excited about Portugal. So why are we even considering it? I feel like we want something that's entirely new because we've been in Europe for the last four years. We want something that's just completely different. What about Bali? And I said, I know I've done Bali, but I really would love to go back there. And that, in fact, is the only place that I want to go back to at this time. And you've never been and I can show you around. It'll be so fun and we can do yoga and we can eat healthy food and we can just really relax while we're there. It's also brings us closer to Sydney so we don't have that annoying 24 hour flight. And we just started speaking about it and I hadn't planned to talk about it at all. It just came through. And it was so easeful after that. Lou said, yes, let's do it. This is this feels really exciting to me too. So over the next couple of days, we booked in our flights. And then in the week before we were leaving, we booked in our accommodation in Bali. And then I organized my accommodation for the rest of my trip in Bali. So then going to Bali in and of itself, I then was also asked to continue practicing occupying this space of living in the unknown. So I knew where I was going. I knew where I was going to be staying. I knew what you know places I was going to be in, but that was it. And this time I wanted to do things differently to what I usually do on trips or have the like desire to do on trips. And that is to overschedule myself. Instead, I decided to leave the space blank. I didn't know what I was going to do. I knew roughly where I was going to be and that I could change it at any time if I wanted. 
I wasn't able to allow myself to completely leave things without any accommodation booked. I really felt that I wanted to have something booked uh, a couple of weeks before like the time that I was going to be by myself. And so I, we then went about our trip. We went to Ubud first and then we went to Changu and then we went to the Gili Islands to the island of Gili Air, which is such a wonderful island. Uh, this is in Lombok in Indonesia. It's not Bali, um, but a lot of people do go from Bali to um, the Gili Islands. And then I, we went back to Changu and then Lou left me and I spent some more time in Changu and then I went back to Ubud, which Ubud's just my absolute favorite place. So while we were there, Lou and I, you know, we enjoyed, I showed him around Ubud, I showed him around Changu and then we experienced Gili Air for the first time together and it was so wonderful. I really, I recommend going to the Gili Islands if you do. There's no cars allowed on the island. So people ride around on bikes and there's, they also have donkeys, but apparently they don't treat them very nicely. So I did not ride on any of the donkeys, but my, the place that I stayed in, which was called K Renzia, which was a really beautiful place it's on the middle of the island, so you needed to bike, but it's like so quick to get around the island. Um, they gave us a bike and we just had the most amazing time. I went to this amazing cooking class. Um, we, I think it's called Gilly Air Cooking Classes. I don't know. It's something really obvious. I'll share it in the show notes. Uh, and we had this amazing experience with the guy who ran it. He told us all about his experience of when they had the earthquakes uh, the year before, which of course was absolutely horrible for the Gili Islands. Um, But it was beautiful to witness this man talking about his experience because he was just so grateful for all of it. And, you know, he said there's no use dwelling on what happened, what happened, happened. And the only way to move forward is to move forward happy. And it was just incredible to witness that and we shared the beautiful cooking class with this awesome family who are all just so loving to one another and we had this beautiful evening and our time in Ubud we spent at the yoga barn just enjoying all of these really beautiful classes and going to get massages and just each day following what we felt like doing in the moment and I had beautiful Ella working on all of my business behind the scenes and keeping up all of the different things that I had going on. And so I was able to really relax and just rest and receive and transition into this new chapter I was going into. And so when we got to Changu then, and I'd been to Changu before, I, my initial reaction to Changu was that it was just not for me. I felt like it was really super hipster. Um, I felt like the people weren't really into spirituality. I felt like some of the yoga classes I were going to were not the beautiful kind of energetic yoga that I love where you're really connected to, you know, body, mind, and soul. It was more body focused And I had a lot of resistance at first. And so I thought, why on earth did I book and trust my inspiration to book almost two weeks in Changu out of my month trip? And I was going to be there for, you know, a week by myself without Lou. So I was thinking, why did I do that? Anyway, so Lou left and I have these two weeks. I've got a week in Changu, a week in Ubud. I've got no plans. I've only booked my accommodation and I'm... I've got literally no plans, but 
But yet at the same time, I knew all of these people who were going to be in Bali. For instance, I knew that the ladies, Britain Taro from Elevate the Globe, who I've interviewed on this podcast, were going to be in Bali for their retreat. Um, I knew that I had a number of other friends who were going to be in Changu at the time, and I didn't feel inspired to reach out to anyone. A voice within me just said, wait, just wait, don't make any plans, don't take any action, just wait, watch the magic unfold. And I really felt like something magical is going to happen. And that is exactly what did. So after Lou left, this is when the real magic happens. And I really believe that the more and over 2019 and actually at the end of 2018, I've done quite a number of solo trips and it has been scary to my mind to do that, even though I have solo traveled before, but not since I was like 21. And I, so I know that it's scary to do that, to go on these big trips somewhere for like a big amount of time by yourself. But honestly, this is where the magic happens because you're able, you just meet more people when you're by yourself and you're really able to follow your inspiration and curiosities along the way rather than, you know, needing to accommodate for both of the, the both of you or whoever your traveling partners are. So first things first, I'm in Changu and I'm in an ecstatic dance yoga class and I'm sitting there on the ground just preparing for the for the class and then this person comes up and goes, oh, oh my gosh, Letitia. And of course, it is this one of my beautiful friends. Her name's Mel. She works with Elevate the Globe. She is awesome. And so I couldn't believe it. I just thought, oh my gosh, this is amazing because I that voice within me told me I would meet people that I knew. I didn't need to reach out to anyone. It was just going to happen and to let the magic flow. So I meet my friend. We have this awesome experience together at this dance class. And then in that same class, I managed to meet all of these other people who tell me about Changu's conscious community, which is this Facebook group that you can go and add yourself to as well. And this opened me up to a whole other world of events going on in Changu and a whole community that really is um, full of opportunities and people that I love to be around. So then, of course, I just felt like so trusting of the situation. I felt electric, inspired. I knew that I trusted my inner voice and it was all unfolding in the most perfect, magical way. And so after that, my experience was just one bit of magic after another. I then ran into other friends of mine. I ran into Tara from Elevate the Globe, too. We spent a whole beautiful day together. We went to an amazing yoga class with one of my new friends and her mother, and they did Reiki during this yin yoga class. It was just so magical. And I had the most wonderful time in Changu, which was a place that I had considered leaving because I didn't have an amazing experience when I was first there with Lou. I thought, oh, I wish I stayed in Ubud for longer. Ubud's so much better. But I had booked Changu for that period because I felt inspired to do it at the time. And it all completely worked out. And now I see Changu in a whole other light. I actually feel like I could live there. I love it. I feel like it was preparing me for something. And then I made my way to Ubud and I had an incredible time there too, both in Changu and Ubud. I stayed in these places where I had like my own private living area and bathroom and all of that, but it was part of like a smaller 
um, community of villas. So there was, I think, four villas in the first place. And then the second one, it was just me. And then the owner lived downstairs. Both had women who were looking after me who were just so beautiful and welcoming. And I felt completely safe and loved and just it was incredible. And so then when I arrived in Ubud, I went to all of these wonderful yoga classes and just followed my intuition each day. I took time to focus on a part of my life that I hadn't been thinking of or looking at for a long time. That was an area that really needed some healing and it felt the perfect time to do it. So I flowed into that. I went to aerial yoga classes where I really did need to allow myself to trust and to be swinging up in the air in all of these beautiful poses. And I was able to move my body in a way I never had before. It was so awesome. And yeah, I continue to meet all of these people, which I then throughout this received so much guidance. Actually, when I first went to Bali and I was in Ubud, I received all of this creative download about what I was going to be doing in 2020, about this new project that I'll be launching in 2020, which is super exciting. And really, Bali is a place for creativity. Like if you feel like you're not creative, you don't know what you want to be doing, go to Bali, you'll get some major creative downloads. And then ultimately on my final day of this trip, I was inspired to go to this women's circle at the yoga barn. And actually right before I was about to go, because I'd been packing my days with all of these yoga classes, I went to about four or five yoga classes each day just because I wanted to in the moment. And by the end of this day, I felt tired and I'd already booked in this class and I didn't necessarily want to go, but I thought, oh, just go. And I was almost not going to make it. Anyway, it turned out to be such a beautiful experience. I arrived right on time, actually with plenty of time. And um, in this women's circle, I ended up making a really beautiful and special friend. Shout out to Laura, who was just about to embark on a very similar experience to me. She was moving back from London to her home in Australia, and she was feeling all of the different feelings that I was. And I was able to make a really beautiful soul connection in that women's circle that I almost didn't go to, but did because I had felt inspired at the time of making the decision to go. So I think that this is also a really important piece of living in the unknown is when you receive the inspiration to act, when you receive the knowing of what to do next and you need to act on it. And that's really important. And there will be times that the mind is going to tell you that what it is that you've um, agreed to do or that you've decided to do is going to tell you that doesn't feel like it, that it's um, not what that's not the perfect answer, that it's not good enough and all of these things. And that's where, again, the trusting comes into place and we have to trust the inspiration that we've received, trust that it's coming from a higher source, trust that it's part of a bigger plan and continue to forge ahead because you know that when that decision came through, it came from a place of inspiration and alignment. And so for me, this is what Bali really was all about, preparing me for the magic of living in the unknown and most importantly, preparing me for the next chapter, which was going to be a lot harder than I expected and bring about a lot of challenges for me emotionally 
but also open me up to a really huge shift in my life and in my energy. So this is what I'm going to be exploring with you all next week in our next episode, which is going to be all about Sydney, my two-month chapter in Sydney and the challenges I faced and how this has helped me to open up to a new level, chapter and energy in my life and business. So there you go, my friends. I hope you've enjoyed listening to my Bali chapter and most importantly, navigating living in the unknown and some of the lessons I've taken away from that chapter. Just to recap, living in the unknown requires us to create space, to sit in this space without filling it, to trust that the inspiration will arrive at the perfect time for you. And part of this trust involves accepting where you are and the discomfort that you find yourself in. And then it also involves us being open and remaining open to the possibilities so that we're not fixated on a particular path forward and instead we really are open to receiving inspiration in ways we could never have intended and finally acting when inspired so making sure once we receive the inspiration we act on it and we trust it when the mind inevitably comes in and tells you that it's not good enough or not safe enough so this discomfort, this conflict we experience between the soul desire and the mind fear is real. And it's something that we can only navigate and sit through when we allow ourselves to feel discomfort. Okie dokie, everybody. So it's so great to be back with you all. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you've got a comment, come and share it with me over on Instagram at Letitia Ringe, or you can do that over in our Make a Different Soul Tribe, which is my private online Facebook community. And you can sign up at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash make a difference. Just so you know, over in the Make a Difference Soul Tribe, I do run regular trainings to support my community on different topics from soulful business to purpose to feminine energy. We recently did a five-day feminine energy activation, which was like a five-day online virtual circle where we explored all of these different aspects to our feminine creative energy. Now, when I run these trainings, I do them in real time so you can join me live or there is a short replay after which the trainings are no longer available. So make sure that you're signed up to receive my email updates either on my email, which you can subscribe to over on my website, or by signing up and registering for the Make a Difference Soul Tribe using the link I just said. Okay, everybody. So our next episode is going to be one of the videos that I have recorded recently from my YouTube channel, Create a Life That Is Beautiful TV. And then I'll be back next week at the same time as this week with our next episode on my Sydney chapter and everything I've learned there. And please know that although this is about me and my story, it is the best way to learn because we learn so much through the stories of others. So you will take so much away from these episodes and I also would love to hear from you because the discussion does not end here it involves all of you so come and share over with me on Instagram or in the make a different soul tribe all right have a beautiful week I love you all bye 
Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive using my signature feminine essence framework. Just head over to www.letisharange.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.